Hello, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here, back after the international break. And on the podcast this week, we've got Alec Thompson. Hello. <laughs> so nice and civilised, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Telephone voice. Middle class now, I know. What is your What is your telephone voice? So I'm a ring ring. So I'm going to call you about I don't know um, tins of beans. I'm going to buy a, a, a supply of tins of beans from you. Ring 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 ring. So uh, as the customer services, Luke speaking. How may I help you today? That's a nice. That's a nice voice. That is. I'd buy beans just on that voice alone. <laughs> uh, we've also got Alex Moore Hello. with us as well uh, on the podcast this week. We're going to briefly talk about Ipswich in terms of a couple of words. Uh, MK Don's review, preview the game against Blackburn and uh, do your Twitter questions as well. Uh, we'll go to news first. Alex, let's talk about a historic night in Berlin. Uh, if you know Alex on the podcast, you know that he's a hardcore away dayer and he went to uh, England's triumphant win in Germany. Um, that must have been one of the best away days ever. Yeah, it, it beats any Wolves game I've ever been to really. I mean, I've played a final or anything. Just like the sheer joy and passion and emotion mm. when that third goal went in. Like I said before, there's like grown men crying in tears in their eyes, and like, there's just everybody was just hugging each other. Mm. Was, everybody was just running up to each other, hugging each other. And he was just, you felt like he was walking on cloud nine, he was just walking on water. He was just like that high, that happy. Mm. But it was just, it was, oh, it was immense, absolutely. I mean, the first half, he was just like, oh, come on, please score. And then he brings Vardy on, and then that header is just. Oh, unbelievable. Well, a goal from Vardy. I know, unbelievable. The arrogance, the sheer <gasps> arrogance of it. It's just brilliant. But it? a 2-0 down, did you, did, were people expecting that to happen? Was I think it? so, yeah. I think when the first goal went in, everybody was a bit like, nobody really celebrated. I mean, it was a f- brilliant goal from um, Kane. Nobody really celebrated it, but it was a bit like, yeah, okay, we've scored. And then it, that was on, we was 2-0 down, 57 minutes, just come back as well as we did. I think that's why everybody's kind of question. we've got a chance in the Euros. And then Vardy does that, as you say, so arrogant. That was proper Sunday mm. league, that was. And then, um, yeah, when that third goal went in, it was unbelievable. Absolutely and, crazy. And then Tuesday night against Holland brought it all back down to reality. Yeah, it's just I start watching Wolves now. Yeah, because yeah, obviously Vardy's goal was good. Isn't it? The, the build-up play for the goal against Holland was good. But then you kind of could argue you shouldn't have lost the game yeah. against Holland. I think it was a bit... And they didn't really have, like... Their so-called star, but there wasn't like Van Persie was playing. Robin was pl- wasn't playing. I think they didn't really like Huntelaar wasn't on the bench, mm. and then Schneider wasn't there either. So it's quite a lot of weakened Dutch team, and they haven't qualified for the Euros either. So usually, if we do stand a chance to win the Euros, so to speak, we need to beat teams like Holland. Because so. it was like a second-string Dutch team, wasn't it? Yeah, it pretty wasn't. much. And I think he did try and throw a few familiar England faces into the squad as well. I mean, when we played Germany, we had like. Dyer's not really played, Danny Rowe's not really played. So, yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a strange one, Holland was. It will live in your memories forever. Yeah, I'll never forget Germany. Um, the other mention we've got to say is uh, WrestleMania. Now everyone hates us talking about wrestling, so this is going to be the last time intentionally we're going to bring wrestling up on the podcast for this season. Uh, but we want to say a big thank you to Ash Dolan, who uh, went to WrestleMania in Dallas, Texas, in front of 100,000 people and took a fan cast banner with him. And it was seen on telly for millions and millions of people around the world during the first match, which was a ladder match for the Intercontinental title. Um, but a big thanks to Ash because he's took the time out... To make it. To make it, to take it, to put it up. He sent us the message saying... He wasn't even going to go. What? He wasn't even going to go to WrestleMania. But he thought, I've made this, now I need to go. <laughs> yeah. he, he watched Art Attack and I think, I've got this fan cast <laughs> right now, what can I do with it? 
Um, apparently, he sent us a, a, a tweet to say mm. that the person behind him kept getting really annoyed. <laughs> he kept holding himself. He's going to look fine, fine, cast your eye at you. Thank you. Was <laughs> yeah. this on the Burnley podcast or something? Probably. Like that. Yeah. Uh, but a, a really big thank you to Ash for uh, for doing that, and taking the time out to uh, take that poster and put up WrestleMania. It was one of the most surreal things I've ever seen watching WrestleMania and seeing the Fangas logo pop up on the telly every few seconds. Um, and he went to Monday Night Raw the next night as well and did it again, and it was on telly again. No way. So uh, we are now world famous, literally. We've gone from BBC WM and Signal 107 mentions. Right up the scale to uh, worldwide television. Mm-hmm. It's going to be scree- screaming girls running to us. <laughs> yeah. We should get people to do banners and that at Molyneux. But no, not, not, not probably when, just when, abuse us. When I say banners, not as in fan class banners, mm. as in people just like at wrestling where they have random words put on pictures. Get an, ad- get an advertising board and then just put Wolf Fancast. How much would that cost? Yeah, I think they're like a couple of grand, aren't they? But I'd like to see people just take random placards, not protesting. Like you've let us down again. No, not protesting, <laughs> just random weird things. Do you see what I mean? That you would get at like wrestling things. Like I could have, uh, I'm George George Savile's doppelganger. Yeah, a... stuff like mm. that. Yeah, I'd like to see it. I'd like to pe- hear people's suggestions for non-abusive slash <laughs> protest <laughs> banners that they'd like to take to the game. I think it could work. It could. It could. It could. It's got legs. For two seconds, and then <laughs> no one forgets about it. So, uh, thanks, Josh, again, and uh, we very much appreciate it. Um, so, we're going to talk about the uh, the last two games. Ipswich, 0-0 on Saturday. It was a, a boring, boring game. That's all we're going to say, really, isn't it? Apart from... Was it Ipswich, the game where you put that picture up of the South Bank and like the sunset and... Uh, no. Or was that just like randomly just in the midweek? Just randomly midweek. Oh, okay. It's, any reason? No, I thought it was a beautiful picture. Really, <laughs> no, I thought it was really, really. Uh, so, nil, nil. That was it, really. Nothing happened. We couldn't beat Mick, Mick again. Really, really boring. Yeah. Really boring. But how many times have we said that this season now? Mm. 5 nil, nil draws at home now. Yeah. It's, it's not good enough. So, let's go on to the main course then, as Wolves are going to win on Tuesday night away to MK Dons. Uh, MK Dons scored early on, well, actually, thanks to Courtney Hall's own goal. But in the second half, Wolves came back with goals from George Savile and Jack Price, the man of the moment, to seal the three points. Uh, Alex, you were the fancast advocate um, on a long journey on a Tuesday night to MK. Not 10k to MK this time. Thankfully. 1.5k to MK, I believe. 1.4, I think. 1.4. Um, Nobody had that on the shirt though. So. <laughs> was it a tell of two halves? Not good yeah, first half. And first first half comeback. was like Ipswich all over again. You just think oh, nothing's really happened. And it's just so boring and dreadful. And nobody's really paying attention. And I'm thinking, like you said, there's 1.5, thousand there. And nobody's paying attention. And then right at the end of half time, when Zorro get injured, everybody was, everybody was asking each other what happened then. Mm. Because nobody's paying attention. So it was just like, it was that dull and boring. And then. First half, well, second half kicked off and they they went straight up the end and got a corner. I think nothing's changed. And then we got a corner and it was exactly like when we played Derby away and a phobie's goal, that, that little tactic. Yeah, yeah. It was all over that. I mean, instead of a phobie, it was Danny Bath. And Danny Bath can't pass a straight line, so never mind she's... A like-for-like replacement. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. I mean, he brought the Fondron. I mean... Mason done nothing all game. He was non-existent. You wouldn't have even known he was really? there. Really? Yeah, he was really quiet. He really reminded me of Andy Keogh. I just ran around and didn't do anything. 
But there are a lot of good things about Lafondra people are saying. Yeah, it's quite refreshing. To be fair, he actually played like a striker. He got, tried to get muscle out of the defenders and everything. Something that Mason wasn't doing. He's like, Lafondra? Yeah. yeah. Lafondra was quite really impressive last night. I don't know if he's like fighting for his life sort of thing. But he was really impressive. But I thought we've got our strike forces, Cardiff City rejects. So. <laughs> but I think, like I say, it's a bit of a, a dull ball. atmosphere is a bit dull. I think, like you say, we just, everybody's just kind of waiting for the season to finish. Mm. Now is that bore, boring, and dull? At uh, the goals, George Travel, your favourite, your twin. Oh, that was me. It's that good, was. It's a good header, though, wasn't it? Yeah, beautiful header. I think the keeper should have done better though. Yeah, and the, the defender was really poor. So mm. let's take it away from George Travel. <laughs> <laughs> I still but, like the fact that on the last podcast you said the worst thing that George Travel has done is scored score two goals. <laughs> scored two goals against oh. Derby. I had as soon as he scored last night, I had my phone went off and it was like five people that favoured. Went through, went onto my Twitter, scrolled through how many tweets, probably like hundreds since then, and favoured that. I think how bored are you? How bored are you? Like, um, and the second goal from the man of the moment. I think everyone was in ecstasy even at home when we saw the tweet. Jack Price. It's a nice little finish. Yeah, it's from Price. Quite tight, isn't he? I mean, nice play by James Henry as well. I'm gonna, yeah, we're going to mention Henry in a sec, but good finish from Price. Yeah. Deserved. Sort of, yeah. I mean, he's probably... I wouldn't say he was man of the match. I was going to go for James Henry, to be fair. But he was definitely up there. Really nice mm-hmm. finish from him. And it's good to see him score as well. I think the last goal was like a ridiculous deflection mm-hmm. from like 30 yards. But like, yeah, it's good to see him score. And he was like... I think he's the fan's favourite at the moment. Like, yeah. he, like you say, he can't do anything wrong. So, yeah. James Henry is another player who courts mixed opinions, doesn't he? A lot of recently people saying he's a boring player, but... He's two goals, he's two assists. I mean, he was good. I mean, first half, we tried to play that 4-3-3 with Zyro and it wasn't working at Mm. all. And then he went 4-4-2 and then... But for some reason, I don't think we actually went down the left wing with George Savile at all throughout the second half. It was all James Emery orientated, so... And he'd done quite well. Obviously, he got two assists. That's that's his job. He's done his job perfectly, but... he was And he was doing it all half. He wasn't like he'd just done it twice and he worked. He was constantly doing it as well. So it's just poor striking, I think. Luke, what do you think of James Henry in general? For me player? personally, yeah. I think he's an average player. Mm. Um, he's not really got that. Hasn't got that spark about him. That sort of gets you off your seat, and so I, I do feel that a club like Wolf should be looking at players that are, you know, a step above James Henry. But with that said, you know. It, if, if I think somebody's rubbish or I think they're average, but then they put the performances in, I'm more than happy to sort of hold my hands up and say, you know, he's doing well, he should be playing. And as a winger, if he's going to play and get an assist or two every game, you can't, you can't he, then he's justifying his, his place in the team. So some people might say it's fickle, but, you know, I do think you should be a bit flexible on how you, you, you do think of it, yeah. players. But... So in a nutshell, personally, I think it's average. I would like us to to, to sign more of a, a, a better quality type winger mm. um, long term. But fair play to him. Two two good assists. Hats off. I'll just go back to that process for a second. Why do you think he is the flavour of the month? Isn't it? Because he hasn't he, he hasn't really come back and played. He's only just come back. He's only playing regularly. Is it because he is the academy? Prospect that's come through the ranks, and he's almost, he almost looks like the underdog in a sense, and everyone can, I think so. I think relate like, to that. He's quite passionate as well. Like, I mean, his celebra- celebration last night when he was tapping the 
but you know, if you need to quite passionate, he's local lad. But I think we've got like, this philosophy of where we've got to bring in youth players. Mm. Like I think Sir Jack sort of forced that in. You've got to push through the academy. But I think he's the only one we've got through the academy now that's actually any decent. But the others are just bog standard championship. I still think Iorfa will be quality. Yeah, I think it's four all season. I think both as well. Will, will well come yeah, but I think both of them. I think they need a rest from football because mm. if you go back, they had. Played quite a lot of football last season for Wolves. Yep. Then they went away with England in the summer. Yeah. So they've not really had a break from football. And they've they? been selected for the under twenty ones. Exactly. The season, yeah. So and then so following on from that, then I think I all has I all played in for every game this season. Yeah, I bet I it's not far he, off, is it? He, he got dropped for once. Didn't so he? it's, you yeah. know he's only got to miss one or two, and and he's still only twenty. Something like nineteen twenty. So me personally, I just feel that he could do with being taken out of the 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 squad for three or four weeks just to re- refresh himself. They could argue this summer, though. You could say that you'll get yeah. that in the summer. Yeah, you and could. listening at the end of the season when we've basically confirmed the table. Yeah, I mean, I you think, give a couple of kids yeah. a go and let him have a rest. Yeah, I, I, I don't see the reason. Some like Deslandes, or is that? Um, Side. Yeah, he's, he's left back, back isn't he? But then he could move Doherty back over to right yeah. back. Oh, I think he's world class left back now, isn't he? Well, Doherty can do no wrong. Roberto Doclos. Yeah. How did Doherty do? Um, he played, he played, I mean, he was average, really. He wasn't a standout as he has I think, been was, last was few games. A, no, he wasn't at fault for their goal. One of their chances was it that Sammy Carruthers here to chance yeah. wide. But Doherty looked out of position a bit, and you can see oh, it was a midfield. Now I think it's Jack Price, and Jack Price is pointing, sort of get back, get back. Then the ball's played, yeah. and then Doherty's got to chase it. And I, I think it was when Carruthers fired, yeah. fired wide. And but if he's not, but then again, I think if you're a natural fullback, you should be able to play left yeah. or right sided and not be found out positionally. Personally, but before we talk about the Zyro uh, injury as well, MK Dons, if you look at the highlights, they did seem to play some okay football. I know that's the highlights, but what were they? Were they a, a, a typical League One side, or were they actually playing some? Decent I think they football? were just a typical League One side, and I think we were just. That poor in the first mm. half, and I think he was. A, I think he was just kind of equal second half. Was both was as bad as each other, but we managed to score two goals out of it. But I think our two goals were bad defending by them. I think that's the only way. Mm. I think I think it is real bad defending for them, especially the first one. I mean, he's George Savile's just drifting in from the left wing. Nobody's marked him, and he's pretty much headed it straight to the goalkeeper. And the goalkeeper's just let it drop. Glide past him, so I think the defender was a bit weak as well, yeah. because I think Savile has sort of he has jumped on him a little bit, hasn't he? But yeah. you know he, he, he needs to be stronger. But who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know we scored. Um, let's talk about the Zyro injury then. Um, what? Because obviously at the time, did it look like a red card? I know we can look back at it and go, well, it probably should yeah. have been. But at um, the time, live, I think from the, we were caught in the corner, so it was like you were having to like look at it at a funny angle. But um, you you could argue it was a left, it was a yellow, or you could argue it was a red. But when you look back at it now and you see the actual the pictures and the footage, it's definitely a red. But he looked really in pain when his arms were waving up in the air and everything. Luke, you've probably seen it. Is it is it a red? Well, yes, yeah, he stood at his knee. Yeah. It's ridiculously high. There's no need. But there's no need to tackle that high, and you know there's, there's laws that are in place for a reason to. To stop those sort of tackles and to stop, <laughs> <laughs> it's just sounds so serious. And to um, and to stop these sort of injuries because I just think <clears> the <throat> police to come on the pitch and just arrest. 
Um, before we wrap up, MK Don's in. Um, anyone else play well at all for Wolves? Um, not or really. Perhaps just, the opposite, not very well. Not really. It was just a bit poor. I think I was a bit baffled. He got David ready to come on about 81 minutes and then he brought him on on the 91st minute. But that was surprising that David was his son back in the squad and he actually came on. And he dropped Kevin McDonald. Yeah. McDonald wasn't even on the bench. So. Well, both Siggy and McDonald weren't in the team. Do you think this could be a, a, a beginning of an end? I think so, I yeah. I think if he, if youth team players are pushing him out, then I think mm. there's not much left of him, to be fair. Yeah, he's definitely gone in the summer. Isn't what, it? what deal did he sign in the summer? Was it a three-year deal? I think so, yeah. So at least we'll get some money for yeah. him. I think, I think, to be fair, I think we'll get about two million for him. With the contract? Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, so all in all then, uh, nice little win in a drop season? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. That win's always welcome, isn't it? Okay, we're going to uh, preview the game on Saturday. Wolves are at home to Blackburn Rovers. Uh, Blackburn currently 16th in the table. Another team just trying to make sure they secure their stay in the Championship, although they probably are going to be safe enough. Uh, they're on 46 points. Um, there's a story um, on BBC Sports today talking about how Lambert waiting over his Blackburn future. Hmm. Um, the, the, the line is just Blackburn Rovers manager Paul Lambert wants to talk to the club owners before deciding... On his future. Uh, well, Blackburn have lost their last two games. They lost uh, in the midweek, I believe, uh, away to Sheffield Wednesday 2-1. Uh, earlier on the season, the first game of the season, Wolves beat Blackburn 2-1 with an phobia goal and an obvious day of Edward Tambor. Uh, I was a scorpion kick <laughs> <laughs> Um Many injuries again, gentlemen. We've briefly touched on it in the uh, MK Dons uh, review, but team selection. No Zyro. What team do you play? Well, who, what do you do up front? Because Kenny seems to play a three up front. What's your three? Where does he go now? Because you would think that Sigi will at least be on the bench, if not Enbakere um, will be back in the squad. So what three do you start up front against Blackburn? Hunt. Hunt. Enbakere. James Henry. It's a bold three, that is. It's a bold <laughs> But three. they would turn up and they would, they would do bits. <laughs> they would do bits, just little bits. They wouldn't. But... <clears throat> I know we've been saying for months and months now, we're not going to go up, we're not going to go down. Yeah. That's sort of near enough yeah. mathematically cemented now, I isn't think it? We've got six games left, we're 15 points clear, so it's, it's so, near, near yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, so for me, why not give Hunt and Enabakari a chance? Mm. Because has Siggy done it this season? No. no. Has Lafondra done it this season? No. Zara's injured. Um, Mason we just never Ma- know what's going to go on it's Mason. a shame for Mason because he has scored but then he, he, he bags a goal moves to the bench but then like you said he didn't play that well no. when he's, I think Tuesday. when he's been given the chances he's not really taken them but then you argue I think the reason why low Wolf fans are saying he has to start is the, the sizeable fee that we mm. paid yeah. so you give the, give the kids a chance play um, well what have right. we got, what have yeah. we got to lose what have we got to lose you know I, I think now we're in a position where we can start looking towards next season mm. we're not going to spend much money are we you know most of our new players are going to be coming through the youth mm. um, and rightly so you know we've put money into it so yeah. let, let's utilise it um, you know <laughs> It'd be a different story if we was eighth in the league and four points off the playoffs. Mm. Then I wouldn't risk it. But we've literally got nothing to lose. If if we if we beat Blackburn, great. Mm. If we get a draw, it's probably what we'd expect anyway. If we lose, 
We've lost enough this season. I think we're used to it by now. Um, so why not? It, you want, you're not going to get a better chance. Yeah. It'd be better to play them for these last six games rather than the thick of the Christmas. Sorry, <laughs> I think just <laughs> some spittle came out. Wasn't it? But the thick of the Christmas period um, next season. Yeah. Alex, front uh, three. I'd, I'd probably say. Oh, I don't know. James Emery for starters. I'm not really convinced on Burnie. I think he's had quite a lot of chances. A lot of people are saying why isn't Burn starting every game? But I think when you start, when he does, I don't think he's physically up to this league. I think he's a little bit too small. He gets pushed off the ball quite a lot. Um, so yeah, probably Henry. I probably play Burn anyway because we've got nobody else. <laughs> After all that, yeah. and uh, probably Mason. So yeah, but, I mean, I think the resources we've got now are so poor. I think a lot of people before Saturday's game against Millwall, I mean Ipswich, sorry. Everybody was like Slaty McCarthy and the boy football. I think if you look at the team now compared to Team McCarthy, we're how many years behind, I think. Like I look at the players we've got now, how many of those players we've got now were getting to that 08, 09 season or the 03, 04 season when we won the playoffs? I don't think any of them would. Like, well, it just shows the, the, how a few months has completely stripped back the side that we had last season. And yeah, okay, you have to put injuries to an account there because if you had everyone fit, then it would be you know, you know, know a lot better team than we've got now. Yeah. But you look at the team from last season and compare it to what we've got now, It's you kind of think what's happened in the space of 10 months. Mm. It's only really Sacco and Afalbi, really, isn't it? That yeah, bit? and Dicko's got injured. And yeah. We, yeah. Well, Dicko and Graham's come, you know, was the breakout stars. Yeah. Zyro, to an extent, you know, we've got these injuries that we keep, you know, we keep, you know, if you had everyone fit, it might be a different story. We might be ninth. <laughs> But I mean, we've we've lost sixteen points on last season, which is a bit. Well, I was going to mention you tweet last night that we are sixteen points and sixteen goals worse worse off at this point last season. How is that progress? And that's a valid, really valid point. Mm. It isn't progress. We we had a, a great foundation that we built on last season. We should have used that and built on it more. Gone on the predictions of many people saying we were going to win the league, and we've completely gone back. Yeah. And there'll be many questions whether that's been out of Wolves' hands, whether there's been a big opportunity they could have done. They've just been unsure perhaps of spending money and there'll be a lot of questions asked in the summer we have spent money we've spent nearly 8 to 9 million pounds this season which is a decent amount in the championship really people yeah people can say oh we've been unlucky with injuries and you do need a certain element of luck but it's a squad game nowadays isn't it so I think that excuse can only run so far personally Um, anything we know about Blackburn at all apart from just that yeah, they're, they're sixteenth. Very similar to us. Yeah. All their assets have been stripped. I, think, could, I think next season's going to be even even harder for like teams like us and Blackburn and things like that. Because there's t- three teams coming down for the Premier League, they're going to have their money. And you look at the teams that are going to come down for the Premier League. New, you see, you see, they're going to be Newcastle, Sunderland, who've got millions, mm. and Norwich, and Norwich have got quite a bit of money as well. And Villa, who I the, can't see Villa doing anything next season. Do you not? No, I think. I don't even think they'll make the playoffs. Do you not? No. I think they could... I think it's something to the end of the season <laughs> podcast, but I think Villa have the power to attract a lot of... Um, good big, players. Good players locally, because it's it's still... Aston Villa is still oh, a... It, Villa are a massive yeah. club. Massive. Easily the biggest club in the West Midlands. And Villa can look at Wolves, uh, Birmingham, really, and Walsall maybe to an extent with people like Bradshaw and go, right, who are their best players? Come to us, we're a big name, we're looking to go back on next season. 
look at the infrastructure we've got. I think, and you don't have to, you don't have to move. You can st- stay where you are. But I think I'd, if we stand a chance of doing anything next season, we have got to spend money, and quite a lot of it, because you're not going to compete with likes of Newcastle. Because mm. I think they spent almost near enough thirty million in January, and if they come down and the money they're going to just pump back into it like they did last time. And there's Sunderland as well. Look at the players Sunderland have got, and they'll just pump the money back into it. Mm. Well. Similar in Norwich as well, because it's going to be one of those three, and they've all got money, and they're going to get even more money in their game of relegation mm. from the Premier League. And we've kind of rubbed two pence together, really. So God knows. And that's what I think about Villa. I think, like Alex just said, Newcastle will throw money at the Championship. Mm. I don't think Villa will. No, I, I don't think the chairman's interested. I really don't, and I think that's where they're going to struggle. And. You look at the players that they've got to get off the books this season, those big earners. So there's going to be a massive change at Villa. You know, you're going to see a turnover of possibly 14, 15 players leaving and 14, 15 players coming in. It's sort of like when Wigan got relegated, isn't it? Because they just like, they lost all their players and then brought Owen Cord in. And he brought like championship players and just didn't work for them, did it? Who would like some breaking injury news? You would like some breaking injury news. Who else is injured? Uh, Mikhail Zero has tweeted in uh, Polish about his injury and other people have either just presumed or they've done a good Google Translate. He's talked about his, presumably, his injury length. 10 to 12 months. Now, obviously, by the time of recording this, this hasn't been confirmed by the club, although you'll know that by the time... You've uh, listened to this, but uh, Mikhail Zero has tweeted uh, something which refers to numbers 10 to 12. And I presume everyone has, has either Google contacted that or presumed that it is 10 to 12 months out. If that is true, and it's 10 to 12 months out, that is near the most of next season. Um, big blow. Another big blow for Wolves there. It's ridiculous. You've got, was it, Graham out for most of next season? You've got him out for most of next season as well. And you still got to pay those players, so... Mm-hmm. It's not like you, they're not playing, but it's mm. not like you, they've just magically disappeared off the books as well. So, But they'll be like new signings when they come back. Yeah. <laughs> we're saying that about it's a Bakari, aren't we? Yeah, but you know, if that, if that is 10 to 12 months out, wish you all the best, um, Zyro, because that's just, just come back from injury as well, and another perhaps year out of the game. That's and not just not just a year, though, he'll have to have a, a bit of time extra to when he's fully fit to get to match fitness. Oh, I, think, I wonder if that. Include sort of being match ready. Yeah, it could do. I hope so. And you know, like I said, it's not nice to see people get those sort of injuries, and that's why they are sort of career ending because some just they don't. Are. They don't come back from like injuries like that. Well, that is good news. Let's uh, let's try and end that on predictions for Saturday against Blackburn. We're say so we've got six games left now, but Wolves are undefeated in six. It's one little stat that's been uh, missing the rounds at the moment. So. Um, Wednesday night, as recording this podcast, uh, let's give you good reactions or for uh, the predictions for the weekend for Wolves v Blackburn. Luke Thompson, what you've got telling you right now for Wolves v Blackburn Rovers? 2 0. 2 0 Wolves. 2 0 Wolves. Goal scorers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Bright? Yeah. And a Bakari Bryce. A brace. Yeah. A brace on bright. A bright brace. Very nice. Alex, predictions? Um, I'm not going, so I'm not too fussed, but I'm going to say 1 0 Wolves. 1 0 Wolves. Goal scorer? Ooh. Ooh, it's a tough one. A 
twin I'm goal say, from George Hamill? No, or say. you're going to come on the pitch. I'm not. Everyone going. will think not, it's you. I'm not coming on. Ah, no, you're not going. No, but you you might be going. <laughs> if you know what I mean. It's like, it's like Superman and Clark Kent. <laughs> Which one's going to be? There? I'm just I'm just popping out for a <laughs> sec. Which one's going to? Um, I'm going to say Henry. Henry. Connor yeah. Cody is due a goal though. He is due a goal. Mm. I tell you what else is due a goal. Courtney Halls. And Dominic Lamelfa. And mm. Carla Keeney. God, you could go through the whole squad. And Dave Edwards. Mm. And Kenny Jacket. <laughs> what and, you and, and Dave. And all of our strikers. Um, yeah, I'll be, I'll be positive. I'll say 2-1. Uh, I think Blackburn might get a, a goal. Nerves of it. Do you have a classic Molyneux that we're 2-1 we're up and they just Blackburn have just thrown everything <laughs> at us and we're like, can just end the match yeah. now uh, for 2-1 there. So we'll do the last bit on the podcast, which is uh, our re- a new regular feature now, Twitter Corner. We ask you to send us questions on Wolves or anything else, and we will answer them. Um, Luke, I'm going to go to you first, because you asked to discuss the Twitter account at Wolves Food. What is at Wolves Food, and how can you get involved? Um, Wolves Food could probably best be described as a, as a phenomenon. Okay. Is that the right phenomenon? <laughs> Break it down. Yeah, so Wolves Food probably best be described as, as a movement. Okay. Um, it's a page that's dedicated to Wolves fans and their tea, dinner, okay. breakfast, snacks. Okay. You know, there's, there's no prejudice, prejudice um, <laughs> with, with this page. Um, the you who who's behind the page is completely anonymous. Right. No one has got any idea who the guy is. But you do, don't you? I honestly don't. You do. I swear, Dave. You do. I swear on my life, I haven't got a clue who it is. It's you, isn't it? It's not me. It's you. I'm it not is. clever enough. I bet you. That's no. why you were sitting in the car before. No. <laughs> <laughs> because he put a picture of his tea today, oh. and he's got a black pug. I ain't got a dog. Honestly, it's not me. I swear, Dave. I've, and I honestly don't know who it is. What did you have for tea? I've had some sort of noodles or something. But yeah, so you know, everyone can get involved. Send him um, what what you what you're eating, and he'll add it to the database. Exactly. Would, would it, it, it's it's <laughs> uniting Wolves fans. You know, there's been fractures amongst Wolves fans this season due to the the, the poor performances on the pitch, and, and this is and, uh, sort of being used as the Fusigi and Wolf Mania has, has added yeah. to that. Of course. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's the guys without questioning, but. <laughs> But it's it's uniting people together. together. We're trying to get everyone to hold all hold hands in yeah. one love and share your tie for the mother fried mm. one love. So yeah, if if you what, what's the at Wolves Food, you you should know. You I, know. Know. <laughs> I honestly don't. Sure, I honestly sure don't. Account, right? Um So yeah, if you just follow, <coughs> sorry, he's looking at his Twitter account now. If yeah. you if you just follow at Wolves Food, okay. Um, and and just submit your your tea, dinner, breakfast, whatever you like. Good. <laughs> you run that. Okay. I swear to God, I don't. Honest to God. Okay, let's go to more questions. Uh, Matt Locke on uh, Twitter, of course, um, asked about with K Mac looking like he could be on his way out. Would you recall Evans and have him in the side next season? Because according to him, Bradford fans <laughs> are saying he's one of the reasons they're in the the hunt for the playoffs. <coughs> I don't know. Well, I've seen like some that some are quite bigging him up, and then some he's, uh, they say he's still doing what he's doing at Wolves and trying those Perlo-esque 40, 50 yard balls, and then they're just going out for throw-ins. So. But Jackie did praise him up a little bit, didn't he, the other mm. day? So he's a bit of a forgotten man, isn't he, Evans? Had a whole full season there, and if he gets promoted with them, 
Would you have him back inside? As I say, I, I never really rated him. No, I didn't. But yeah, spells and he like a good spell. Yeah, and, yeah. But I mean, if he didn't like Gurney's hair, what did he if, like Gurney's hair best? If he if he's had a good year at Bradford, you know, we need to we need, we can use it to our advantage, mm. and maybe he will come back ready for the championship next season. Who knows? If he can make that step up, then yeah, I would have him to replace McDonald because I don't think we're going to buy. We're going to spend any money anyway so might as well utilise the players that we've got in the squad currently so so yeah why not okay uh, Randolph the Grey says do you agree that instead of clappers Wolves should hand out false beards to celebrate Jack Price a whole South Bank with false beards no no you don't want to see no, that I'm not into stuff like that really <laughs> <laughs> but you are into making up generic food I just forgot it's not me I just forgot if it was me I'd say <laughs> Alex, um, would you wear a false beard? I, I don't know, because on Boxing Day, Wolves gave out yellow Santa hats. Okay, and did you wear one? No, because we're not yellow. <laughs> <laughs> would you wear a false beard the last time game of the season? Yeah, I you, might, might as well just grow one myself. Well, just make, create one yeah, yourself. <laughs> not, not shave me. <laughs> um, John Cadden says, uh, beans on toast with cheese or cheese on toast with beans? Cheese on toast with beans. You'd have bread, cheese, and beans on top. Yeah. Controversial choice, I think. You know what? Wolf's food, I'm sure that's actually his profile picture. Oh, of course you would know that, wouldn't you? Your profile picture. Oh, no, spaghetti bonnet. You got on that easy, didn't you? Alex, what would you say? So, beans on toast with cheese or cheese on toast with cheese? So, you'd just have toast, beans, and then grate cheese and put cheese on top of the beans. You'd have butter on the toast, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's what I don't do your way round. That's weird. That's the best way. That's why you've created this account, because you want to promote your weird way. If you think about it, you're going to put cheese, beans, toast on this. <laughs> if your if your if, if your account or that account, sorry, tweets a question out about that tonight or a picture of that, it's a guarantee <laughs> that it's you. <laughs> Honestly, but no, because cheese on toast is nice anyway. Yeah, and then if you add beans into the equation, then you're really talking, aren't you? It's just the wrong. It's the wrong layered. I think beans, uh, toast, beans, cheese is for lazy people because it's quicker to do. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. I don't. It's not. Ever since you created that food game, the food's not. I mean, yeah. Look at Gordon Ramsay sitting opposite us. Yeah. Um, and that is the the last of the Twitter questions. The only other bit we want to do is on the last podcast before the international break. Uh, Luke sent in a question about who's going to win various random leagues. One of them was the Wolverhampton League Sunday, Wolverhampton Sunday League Division Two. Mm-hmm. We talked about it in depth. I can't remember what we said. Uh, but we thought we'd do an update for you on the league. Uh, TK Wonders FC are top of the league, 46 points. Grapes FC are second with uh, 40 points. And uh, third are Frying Pan Darleston FC with 30 points. But they've still got three games in hand over the top two as well. Uh, that was it. Um, the team have had all these random games in hand. AFC Jacks yes. have only played eight games. So, so have they played a game since? It was seven last time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so they've played one game oh. since that. Um, they've got 19 points, so they are nine, they've are they got nine games in hand on top. So nine times three, gentlemen. 27. 27. Plus 19. 40, 46. They could go joint top. Oof. Only if they played all their games back to back. But they had some... 
players playing for them that play for Stairbridge as well. Yeah. And that's why they're doing so well. But also, interesting to add, TK Wonders are playing Chestnut Tree in a cup final. Mm. Chestnut Tree in that division. Uh, yes, they're right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And what's happened to Corpus Christi FC? 17 games, no points. They, I think they're just a bunch of mates from, they're from Ashland Park actually, who just get together and... and steal people. Uh, they just want to. They just want to have a, a game of football. You know, they don't take. They just want to have a good time. Don't they? What's the goal difference? I didn't say on there. Oh, because I'm sure they conceded. Any did you say they played? Seventeen. I think they conceded about 150 goals. <laughs> and that's all we've got time for on this week's podcast. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, follow us across the world of social media: uh, Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Fancast, Instagram Wolves underscore Fancast. You can email us your stories and anecdotes and whatever else at Wolves Football Fancast at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week to wrap up that game against Blackburn Rovers. And we're all dying for this season to end because we just want to get mid-table safe. Luke wants to send this Twitter account worldwide. Yeah, you need to. to you, you're trying to. Uh, you want to really push you your Twitter account over the summer. And that's where we'll leave it. Thanks very much for listening uh, for this week. It's bye from Alex. Bye. Bye from Luke. See you later. And it's bye from me. See you next time.